Welcome to the Dad of Ages podcast. My name is Daniel Whitworth, and I am the dad of six amazing kids ages 2 to 13. This podcast is a combination of my daily dad life, raw and unedited, and interviews with other dads as we all do the best we can in this game called Dad. Sometimes we're winning and sometimes we're losing, but the important thing is that we stay in the game. This is the Dad of Ages podcast. Enjoy the episode. Yes, I just love being a dad. It's the greatest job that I ever had. Alrighty, good morning. It is Monday, March 13, 2023. And big stuff going on yesterday. We had a good day. We uh, went to that brunch I talked about. It was pretty cool. Met a... Uh, a new friend, his name's David, and he's the one hosting that at his house. And it was a, just a handful of people and, and, but some good food. And what's really cool, what I love about his house is that he has this like bar that he built into his kitchen. It's not a super big house. It's definitely smaller than ours, but it's a decent size. Um, and, uh, you know, it's clear that he's got some friends that he's built up. There's maybe like five or six people that came. He said it used to be a lot bigger before COVID and all that, but Anywho, it was a good time, and uh, our uh, rice cr- or uh, Lucky Charms treats went over really well. <laughs> and uh, but that was fun. And then one thing that was really cool about it was their son, uh, who was about Dylan's age. He had built his own computer, and this thing was like crazy impressive. It was this this giant tower that was black and it had a clear casing, and he had like lights and stuff going on on the inside, and he had this big like curved screen. And it was just really stinking cool. And of course, he was all into red and black, which are my colors too. So I was like, man, this kid's awesome. And um, so he asked his dad about it. He says, man, I don't even know how he did all that. I bought him a case like a couple of years ago for his birthday because he wanted to said he wanted to build a computer. And then he did. I don't know how he saved up his money. It took him like six months. He researched and all that kind of stuff. And so then he got him a screen for Christmas or something like that. So in other words, this kid like took it upon himself to learn all this and do all this. And I was like, man, that's really cool. And so I ended up, you know, Dylan originally was like kind of, you know, he really wanted to go talk to him because he saw his cool gaming setup and all that, but he was like nervous to go start the connection. So I just, I just walked in there and started talking to him and then kind of brought Dylan in and was like, Hey, wasn't this cool? And so basically I felt like that was a dad win. I went in there and like greased the skids and made the connection for him and helped him get over his like, you know, awkwardness or whatever. And he spent the rest of the the morning hanging out with this kid in his room and like creating characters on his computer and stuff. So, of course, on the way home, he's like, dude, I really want a gaming station and all that stuff. But (laughs) it's like, well, do it the way that kid did. Start studying, save up your money, you know, that kind of stuff. He didn't seem too keen on that, though. But um. So yeah, that was uh, yesterday. And then on the way home, um, Nicole wanted to play yesterday's podcast for the kids to listen to because, you know, I was a bit vulnerable and talking about how that interaction with Dylan taught me a lesson about me. And I was a little leery to do it, you know, mainly because I really I felt it was going to fall on deaf ears and probably not end well the way the way she thought it would. But I was like, all right, yeah, go ahead. And so we did. And pretty much as I expected, <laughs> I was like, we tried to 
tried to ask Dylan, especially like, hey, did you catch any of that? And he's kind of, you know, non-committal mumbling responses and really basically asking, are we home yet? Can we listen to the stories? Effectively what he's like. <laughs> so in other words, it just, I'm sure to them, it just felt like another dad lecture. But anywho, and then I made the mistake of later, it came up again. I was trying to avoid it. It came up again when we I was sitting there playing Zelda and Nicole was in there too in the playroom. And he came in, it was like he was done with his school and he wanted screen time now. So Nicole sort of jokingly was asking if, you know, again about what he learned from the podcast. And he was kind of uh, resisting because it was cutting into his screen time. But then I made the mistake of pressing it and trying to actually get him to answer. And then and then it turned into a whole thing because I was in there playing <clears throat> and, I, and he's like, when are you going to be done? I was like, oh, just a second until I get done with this. And what I meant in my head was I'm, I got I'm going to go over here and, and beat this shrine thing, which was going to be about a five to six minute process. And of course, he interpreted what I said as like one second. <laughs> and so he got all flustered and upset and I didn't help any with the way I was talking to him. So but uh, and then. Afterward, Nicole wanted to lecture me, and uh, that didn't go well either. And I eventually sort of was like, look, you know, <laughs> one of the things that you often tell me not to do is to try to lecture the kids in the heat of the moment. And often you do that to me. But she was respectful. And this is why I love my wife. She's amazing and awesome and beautiful. And she's one that, like, somehow is able to, like, control her emotions. It's amazing. <laughs> And uh, so she was like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. You're right. And so she's like, can we talk about it later? I was like, yeah. And so, yeah, because in the moment, I'm not feeling very, you know, ready to open up and like be ready to, you know, change my ways. In the moment, I'm justifying myself and defending myself and feeling very disrespected by my uh, teenager who's acting like a two-year-old, you know. So I'm dealing with that. Now, I didn't get mad. I didn't yell at anybody. I didn't like punish anybody so that's that's an improvement from what i used to do but again i still i uh, pushed the button pushed it too far it was the wrong time and wrong all that stuff and ended up not being a good relationship so that was a dead loss yesterday but then there was a dead win uh shortly after that well actually like the day before that um i so Dylan, he really wants to play games. He always wants to play games, and he specifically loves Minecraft, which I absolutely just loathe Minecraft. It is, it is not fun for me at all. <laughs> um, and so I was like, I tried to play Minecraft with him for a while, but it just, you know, it's like nails on a chalkboard. And finally, I was like, look, buddy, it's not, I just can't, I, I don't like playing it. It's just not fun at all for me. I'm sorry. So let's find something that we can actually play together that we both enjoy. And so one thing we used to play when we had a Wii was Mario Kart. And uh, we both liked that. So just yesterday, I decided to go ahead and get the newest Mario Kart for Nintendo Switch. And we played together uh, the day before. And so yesterday, uh, a little while after the little argument, I went in there and said, hey, you want to play my, uh, Mario Kart? He said, yeah. So we played for like an hour or so. So here's the funny thing, though. <laughs> so... Uh, we we intentionally got it like where neither one of us had played this before. So we're both learning it at the same time, right? And of course, he just really wants to beat me and all that. So the first race, what's cool is it has the Link character from Zelda Breath of the Wild, like the same like ancient bicycle uh, motor motorcycle that's in that game that was fun. And um, so in the first time we played, uh, I picked Link. Uh, no, 
what was it first time now the first time the first time we played we just kind of were figuring out but then the second time we played i picked the link character with his bike and everything and then dylan picked like this metal mario character okay and so in that set of races um i won every single time and he swore up and down that my bike was faster and that's why i won I was like, all right, well, here's, there's a way to test that out. And so the next race we did was we swapped. He had the Link bike and I had the metal bike. And sure enough, he actually won three out of the four races. It's a Grand Prix. There's always four. And it's like, well, I guess you're right. That bike was faster. He's like, no, no, I'm just a better rider. You know, it's like, we're all doing this in jest and stuff. So like, well, there's one way to find out for sure. Let's, let's race again. And we both use the exact same bike and we'll just see that way. There's the bike isn't a question. And of course he knew what was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and we got in there and I won every single race, you know, not, not like blowing them out of the water. Sometimes it was really close. Like we're, we're mostly equal. You know, I think just my years of actual driving, it gives me a little bit of an edge. And so that was kind of funny. And that settled it once and for all, but at least it wasn't the bike is the driver, <laughs> but it's, it's good. It's a game we can both enjoy and play. And I don't win all the time. So it's not like just terrible for him. But um, no, it's cool that the game has been upgraded a lot. There's interesting new developments, as they do with games. And then while we were playing uh, um, Mario Kart last night, Caleb and Isaac got home. So they did get home yesterday. The grandparents dropped them off. And so we paused the game and went down there and said hi and hugs and all that. And they got to show us all the stuff they bought with all their money because they had both saved up quite a bit of money. And all the cool things they did. And it was fun. It was very, very good to have them home. And the house is definitely noisier with them here. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Dylan and Lydia are right. They are the noisy ones for the most part. <laughs> um, but it was really good to have them back. Uh, yeah. So. A little sip of my coffee mug there. So I was listening to my podcast yesterday in the car and I realized that I do this a lot. I guess that's what I do in my, like, I do this little tongue click thing. I need to work on that. I don't do um, I don't think, but uh, especially when I don't know what I'm going to talk about, when I'm just switching through random thoughts about what should I talk about next, I find that I do that a lot. So, But if I have, like, a dedicated, this is what I'm going to talk about, then I'm a lot clearer. I don't um and all that, and so... Anywho, so yeah, I talked about, I see I have a little list or today, I have a list today and also realized yesterday I had I put the wrong episode number on that I had done 34 twice. And so I fixed that and um, see, I just said and um, didn't I? Well, I need to work on that. Okay. You know what I did? You know why I did that? Because instead of going like I was normally do, I intentionally swallowed that and then I said and um. <laughs> I need to work on these little uh, um, transitional ticks in my talking. That's that's a sign of professionalism in speaking. So, and I think I say so a lot. Anyway, I'll get over it. Yes, <laughs> I was gonna say it though. <laughs> okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is not a win or a loss yet. It's just a scenario that I'm in in the moment that came up last night. So last night I'm going to bed around midnight and downstairs, uh, uh, you know, I usually go downstairs to put 
and I take a couple of a melatonin to help me sleep. And then I plug in my phone down there. And that's where Dylan's phone and Lydia's phone are also supposed to be plugged in down in like this little hutch desk typey thing. And I noticed Dylan's phone was not there. Hmm. And so I went upstairs and went in his room and, you know, just a surprise go in. And sure enough, that's what he was doing. He was on his phone. So I just didn't say anything. I was like, oh, you know what I want. And so I took the phone and walked out. Didn't say anything about it. And so I went looking on it on the screen time. And it turns out this has been a regular occurrence for like at least a couple of weeks. This is as far back as screen time shows where he has his phone from like 9 p.m. sometimes until like 2 in the morning. So like this is multiple nights. And what's interesting is so I have the Fios family app thing, and it keeps giving me notifications that Dylan's phone was on during night hours. And so I'd, I'd started ignoring those because in the past, for a long time, that just was like a little bit after 8 o'clock because that was the nighttime timeline. And it's like, you know, just basically a false alarm. But I noticed now, I look back, like, yep, it's actually been telling me, it's been showing me the, the night hours that he's had, like, you know, at least five or six different nights over you know, uh, the last couple of weeks where he had the phone from, like, nine. That's that's bedtime. That's when everyone goes to bed. So from around nine, it's active, playing games and watching YouTube um, until, like, one, two o'clock in the morning. And... um so the question is what to do about this, what to do about this. Now, in the past, the old me would have been furious and wanted to lay the hammer down and like just destroy his world. How dare he? How dare he violate our trust this way? But I'm like, you know what? I would have done the same thing when I was his age if I had this kind of thing available. I didn't we didn't have this one when I was a kid, right? You know, the best I could do was sneak into the kitchen and get some snacks, which I did. <laughs> so um, I totally recognize and it, I feel good that I recognize, you know, this this is a temptation that, of course, he he can't help himself. Almost. It's not even almost a, a trust thing. It's a temptation thing. And so if I started laying down the hammer on him and beating him up about it, it's like, man, Daniel, you you struggle with the same kind of thing. You know, so I'm thinking what I need to do is one option is is uh, the Fios app. Um, I can put night restrictions on there so I can actually but I'm not really sure what the restrictions actually do. I think it just blocks Internet because it's the Fios. It's, the, it's our Internet. I think it just blocks Internet, which wouldn't stop him from playing a lot of the games. Of course, it would stop him from watching YouTube. But now what I'm actually thinking is. Uh, I'm going to move his phone into my room because right now it's easy access when, when me and mommy go to bed or apparently before we go to bed, because neither one of us were in bed, but he must've taken it up with him when he went to bed and just, he's been testing out that to see if we'd catch him or something. I don't know. But, um, he, so it's easy access, especially once me and mommy are both in bed, you know, he can just go downstairs and get it. So I'm thinking maybe I'll just keep it in my room right there on my end table <laughs> that now Dylan's place for charging his phone and keeping it when he does not have phone access, which is most of the time, like he's not supposed to be on his phone. There's certain designated screen time hours during the day. And so I'll just, I'm thinking I'll just put it in my room. Cause guess what? That's going to be hard to sneak at night. <laughs> 
I'm a bit of a light sleeper. I'll probably notice. He probably to be too scared to do it. I don't know. But um, yeah, we'll see. That's kind of what I'm thinking of doing. And what I'm going to have to really resist is lecturing. Like he already knows. Like he, I'm sure that he stayed up a little longer last night. Like, oh crap. <laughs> you know? Oh man, I got caught. What's going to happen? And so he's probably already suffered some. So I'm thinking, I'm gonna, I haven't talked with Nicole about it. And so that's that's going to be what I have to do before I make a decision on this. I have to talk to Nicole about this and then actually stick to what we agreed to. And that's something I've been in trouble about a bit lately is we'll talk about something, we agree to something, and then I do something different than we agreed upon. And she really doesn't like me doing that. And so I need to do better at that. So this is one of those cases where this is kind of a big deal, you know. I don't want it to turn into a big drag out fight. But uh, this is the reason why he's been so tired lately. It's a lot of mornings he well, I'm so tired. I didn't sleep well last night. Well, of course you didn't because you were on your dang phone until two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh, yep. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm going to talk to Nicole about it. I'm going to leave this one as a cliffhanger. You're not going to get to know what happens until tomorrow when I record tomorrow's episode and tell you how this played out today. How about that? How about that for some for some anticipation? For, anyway. <laughs> that is enough for today. And it is almost 9 o'clock and Nicole's got to leave soon. She's got a doctor's appointment. So I got to get off of here and start tending to the family and stuff. So... Anyway, I hope that you have a great day today on this Monday, the 13th. And I appreciate your patronage or your listening or whatever it's called. So, yeah, I will let you know how it plays out. The phone fiasco with Dylan. Thanks for listening. This is the Dad of Ages podcast. Daddy, daddy, I love you. Oh, my dear, I love you too. Daddy, do you think I'm beautiful? Yes, I do. Daddy, pick me up so high. Throw me up so I can fly. Is there anything more wonderful? I don't think so. Because I love you.